This is Opposite Attraction, Season 4, Episode 6. A salute to all nations, but mostly West Virginia. Keep your arms, legs, and children inside the vehicle at all times, because this is Opposite Attractions. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the littlest musketeer, Jimothy Murphy. What happened to my baby? (laughs) I left my baby outside the vehicle at all times. Uh Uh-oh. So, Jim... We're doing child swap, it's fine. Jim, I I have ascended... I've ascended to a new plane of existence, for I have become one with the chicken guy. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about the chicken guy. We went and stood in a line for, I think we probably waited less time for certain rides than we did to go to chicken guy. And I I live texted you the entire experience. (laughs) And uh, it ain't good. Like, <laughs> and it's weird how like most people love it. Like most of the reviews are like it's amazing, and you're less like he's like your man, and you're just like nah, I'm fine. Well, guy is my boy, and you gotta shoot straight with your boy. And I, it's not that it's not good. It's almost like you have to find the good in it. <laughs> It's it's almost like an artistic experience because I ate there. I got the chicken and I got three sauces because my girlfriend did not want one of her sauces. So I got, hold on, let me look because I did steal a menu and it is now tacked <laughs> to my wall. Uh, I did get the Nashville hot honey. I got the bourbon brown sugar barbecue, which was very good, and then the garlic parmesan. The garlic parmesan tasted like hot trash. If you like, <laughs> if you like ranch, because it had like a ranchy kind of taste to it, you'll be good. But I, for me, I'm offended because those first two names were some of my favorite high school nicknames. Yeah. Um. So I, what I ended up having to, and I also got the. Is it on the... No, it's not. I just have the sauces. That's it. Uh, I, I can't remember what they're... It's like literally, like, go fuck yourself, mac and cheese. He put, like, some dope wording in front of it. And that led me to be like, oh, this is gonna be some good, like, hot mac and cheese with some good spices. No Jim Murphy. Guy Fieri fucked me and gave me plain-ass mac and cheese with some panko breadcrumbs. So, the, like, I'm literally hearing people on Twitter, like, they should just knock down the store and build more seating for Chicken Guy. Now, look. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hearing. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to go through the experience, and the experience was cutting up all of my chicken tendies, mixing it with the mac and cheese, and then pouring in the hot sauce and barbecue sauce, and that's when I had something roughly edible, and not normal chicken strips that you can get fucking anywhere. So, you had a bad food experience, I, I, and then <laughs> and then you had a bad ride experience on Fast and Furious Supercharged. 
I well hold on because now I feel like something's happened to me because I firstly this trip was the trip from hell I just want to let you know that we missed our flight Friday I had to buy a new Ooh. flight later that day bought that flight then Sunday night we get back she has work in the morning so this is a flight that cannot be missed oh cause you missed your flight Friday we cancelled your returning flight eat an entire dick airline who should not be named but I will say <laughs> I oh, no. I will say I usually enjoy spirits but I did not this weekend um so yeah it was a bad trip, but I'm gonna say something's changed because I did not like Chicken Guy, but I've gotten this weird, almost Stockholm Syndrome-esque love of Fast <laughs> and the Furious Supercharged, because it's almost like, I, we, I put it on Twitter, it's so bad that it's good. Like, it's reached <laughs> that level with me, because so much happens and so little happens all at once. Because there are points in the run where you could just be like, that dude's got a fucking flamethrower. Oh no, Vin Diesel's now climbing on a helicopter while it's in flight. While also you're like, what's this ride about? I have no idea. Yeah. People, uh, my favorite thing is people on Twitter just post the ride vehicle. Mm-hmm. And just the, the replies are just, why, 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 yeah. why, why. But yeah, fun fact, uh, pregnant women can't ride anything. At Universal. Like, not a damned thing. We walked up to Jimmy Fallon, the shit garbage ride that I still (laughs) haven't ridden, but I'm going to assume. Can't ride it. Supercharged. When you tried to get on, like, the, the, uh... The, like the moving walkway like a security guard tackle deal like no no you're not allowed also fast and furious supercharged the ride where you sit and that's <laughs> it she couldn't ride men in black okay to be fair th- i did ride men in black and i tried to get her to ride it with us and our buddy dylan was there and was like yeah don't ride this she goes why and he goes she he goes You'll understand when Scotty comes out. And I forgot about the bit halfway through where it turns into a fucking magic bullet and starts spinning your ass in circles. (laughs) And then even E.T., the ride that I've ridden with alcohol poisoning, I think at one point, pregnant women can't ride it. And we were like, okay... This next part is a full, completely fictional story about something that did not happen ever at Universal (laughs) theme parks. But we did get on the E.T. ride. (laughs) And we just kind of looked, and the only explanation we could find for possibly why a pregnant woman could not ride is the lap bar. And we were like, yeah, but no, come on, man. But we did not pass a single ride that day that she could have ride, ridden. Everything was off yeah, limits. I, I, guess I, I told you I looked it up, and literally the only thing you can do is, uh, like, the Sinbad stunt show. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. And uh, you can shop. <laughs> Pregnant people were allowed to shop there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can look at Harry Potter. You can look at it. Yeah, that's what she did. That's what we did. Like, it got <laughs> to a point, though, where we were both tired, and we were like, we still had Islands of Adventure to do, and I'm like, you know this is going to be a whole lot of us walking around and seeing rides that we can't ride, right? And she goes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 
there there were a lot of people when I was doing the research that were like, oh, you could get in the queue, and then when you get to the chicken exit, you could just leave. Yeah. It's like, no, thank you. That was what we were going to do for Harry Potter through Hogwarts. That way she could just explore Hogwarts, but no. Now, on to the Disney part of the trip, which was very fun because I forgot it was food and wine, and that was very good. We went <laughs> we went to the Light Lab, which was really just needed more alcohol, and it would have been the best thing that they've ever done at Epcot. Um, also, they got rid of the drink I wanted when I was there, and I was very upset. Oh, really? What was like, it? Literally, like, the week before I went, they got rid of it. They had a drink that was in a... Um, like a flask, like the triangular shaped flask, whatever the hell that's named. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, like the, like the, I'm a scientist flask. Yeah, yeah. And it was three different colors. Like, I think it's like three different flavors, but they were poured in there so that they didn't mix together. Oh, yeah. Something like that. And it looked awesome. And they, or no, wait, that was different. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. They had a, I think they had two different flavors, but they were very awesome. And I definitely wanted to drink them. And then, like, literally, and and you got to keep the little flask when you were done, and literally like two days before we went. It's like sorry, not selling this anymore. Now my favorite part of the light lab was a, a gay guy walked up beside me, <laughs> and it was his twenty first birthday, and <laughs> I've never gotten to enjoy seeing somebody as drunk as I've gotten at Disney World before. <laughs> But this boy was beautiful. He was just like, they were just like, yeah, and this drink has like three different layers. And he was just like, oh, a whole rainbow of colors. That's excellent for this homo. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And my favorite was the bartender was like, first drink of the day. He's like, first, fifth drink of the day. I was like, slow down. It's I- 11.30. What are you doing? I I reached a point where I looked at Emily like, I think I'm about to have to leave you and go be gay with this guy, because he is my new <laughs> spirit animal. He was fantastic. Um, also fantastic was the crew of Figment. Because, Jim, let me tell you, I've told my whole family about the baby. I've told you, Blake, everyone. No one has had the reaction that I've wanted until I got on Figment. And they're like, what are y'all celebrating? Oh my god, yes! And I was like, I know, right? We were (laughs) jumping back and forth so excited about it. Um, So yeah, God bless y'all, Figment. And uh, I'd also, because I'm now just cruising through everything that I have to say about this trip, because we have to actually start doing the show soon. But hey, Jungle Cruise skippers, slow the fuck down. (laughs) All of the worst skippers I've ever had, it's because they're trying to rush through their jokes. Just chill out. Pronounce your shit. People are gonna laugh because (laughs) it's what they do. You don't have to speed through everything. So, yeah, that's my piece of I don't of think I've ever had a fast-talking skipper that I remember. <laughs> I've had some really bad ones, but not because they were fast. Yeah, it, it's because they get that nervous, fast energy of like, I'm going to do these jokes, and then that's it. And now, my final, my final thought on my trip to Disney World, which was very good. I enjoyed it very much. I got to ride the spooky mansion. But Casey's Corner... Can y'all fucking chill for, like, a second? 
can you just calm down for one moment? Because we went because I never I didn't never knew about the hot dog of the month thing they do. Was it the hot Cheetos or was that last month? That might have been oh, last month. Oh no, Jim. Uh, okay, so no. Apparently there was a hot Cheeto one recently. <laughs> Last month, yeah. they had a jalapeno popper dog, which had jalapenos and then jalapeno poppers and then, like, cheese sauce and just fucking nasty. And then this month, I wanted the jalapeno popper dog, so I was like, let's go get that. Walked in. Unfortunately, it's changed. And now it's changed to a hot dog that they just fucking put mashed potatoes on top of. (laughs) (laughs) Just a layer of mashed potatoes, cheese, bacon. You can get a fully loaded potato on top of your hot dog. And it can, it cannot be eaten. (laughs) It can't. You wanted a state fair hot dog and they gave you like a KFC famous bowl hot dog. Yes, exactly. Like, my favorite, I want to know if somebody goes in and buys that hot dog and then the mac and cheese hot dog and it's just like a country cooking meal. So, yeah, that was my Disney trip. That was the whole trip, other than me crying a lot at the fact that certain airlines are full of dicks. (laughs) It was very good. It was a good experience. All around, even with Chicken Guy disappointing me. Anyways, Jim... This is a podcast where we build our own themed park. And of course, we're rocking in the free world for this theme park because it's all based around the USA. And that, what, what's that? Blue Heaven, West Virginia, Blue Eye Mountain, Shenandoah River, Country Road. It's the Blue Ridge Mountains, please get correct. Blue Meth Mountain, Heisenberg delivers. Um, yeah, we're going to West Virginia this week. And you know what, Jim? I pulled a U. Because usually I like to make the exciting roller coasters or the dope spinny rides or the themed rides where you almost die. But this time, <laughs> this time I decided to make a show. Like an actual kind of like... Uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic or Muppet Vision 3D, except it is going to be live. There are going to be people on it. And that's, uh, well, I don't want to reveal the name yet. But the, the, <laughs> All right. the show building, it's actually kind of like Di- or um, Nocturne Alley at Universal. It's hidden away. You can't find it unless you really know about it. And, like, the only way, we'll put it on the map, that way people know, but otherwise there's no way if you're just walking (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they had to put West Virginia on the map, so. Yeah, yeah, They Uh, didn't want to, but they did. And so you walk down this secret alleyway, and you find yourself in, like, it's kind of themed to look like a parking garage. And you're walking down, and you're kind of, like, going deeper, deeper into the depths of this parking garage, and now you find yourself in, like, the room you get in before Muppet Vision or uh, PhilharMagic or Ellen's Energy. Oh, Helen. They've destroyed the Ellen show building, and I almost cried when we drew it through Epcot, dude. 
Like when you rode the monorail through, yeah. like that. When or you ride just the walking? Mon- when you ride through the monorail, you could just see Ellen and her corpse, yeah. and I cried. Anyways, back yeah, to my I, ride. I did say on Twitter that if uh, if they stopped right now, it would just look like the New World at Disney Store. Oh, uh, actually, no. The new it, it looks really good now. We went in. Anyways, back to my ride. Um, Show. Yeah, so you start hearing this bumping music and loud bass that's, like, shaking the ground as you're all surrounded by somewhere. And you are crowded behind a few small doors that announce that they will open auto-fabulously. And (laughs) then on the screens in front of you, a creature of indeterminate species, gender, and also sexual orientation appears. And he tells you to turn, turn off your cell phones, stay quiet, find a seat... And get ready for your, the time of your life on this, the Mothman's Cocaine Dance Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might need to be on the map, I think. Yeah. So you enter into this beautiful, ornate, kind of like, imagine the Muppet Vision 3D pre-explosion. And there's like <laughs> chandeliers, there's big pictures of the Mothman covering the walls, like dancing with people and posing next to like famous celebrities. There are spar- sparkly banners hanging from the ceiling with disco lights flashing all around. EDM is shaking your chair. <laughs> and the room, you get the scent, it smells like every Victoria's Secret perfume all at once. And you take your seat. As the the curtains open to reveal an empty stage. Oh no, it's empty. Until from behind you, the Mothman comes down flying on a harness like Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. (laughs) And he's got one of the Backstreet Boy headsets and he's like, Hey y'all, it's me, the Mothman. Hope y'all ready to get fucked up tonight. <laughs> Got a great show filled with fantastic band, great spirits, hot bodies. You know, they were going to make this show 3D, but I said, sweetheart, if I got any closer, they'd want to take a bite. Y'all know what I'm saying. Crowd goes fucking wild. <laughs> They're loving the Mothman. And Mothman has like these big ass glasses, a long gown, flat boy in his shit. <laughs> Alright, y'all, first up's a band that knows what they say about men with big feet. They got big <laughs> socks. That's right, it's the Sasquatches, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful under those hot lights, boys. You wouldn't want to melt. And then a band of four massive Sasquatches take the stage, and they play a funky melody of all the greatest hits in the <laughs> 70s. So there's like a... Uh, they keep this going. You're allowed to get up and dance. The crowd's going crazy. One of the squatches comes out and dances along. And the song continues until suddenly a massive light falls from above and kills the head Sasquatch, leaving him oh, a, like a puddle. And then the Mothman comes out with a smile attempting to rush them off the stage. Well, what can I say? I told him be careful under those lights. Now, you know, ladies and gentlemen, after a horrible event like that, you think this you, this show would start to drag. But the only drag I know is our next group, the Sea Serpents. 
And let me tell you something, God pray they used enough duct tape, otherwise y'all gonna be seeing serpents too. Ha <laughs> Leaves. Now, uh, this next group of performers is a drag dance group known as the Sea Serpents. They perform for the audience. Everyone's riled up, excited to dance. The Sea Serpents are like coming in the crowd and there's like ropes hanging from the ceiling that they're swinging on. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, the final song part of it is like most of the serpents form this big pyramid, and then the last one is supposed to swing off a rope and then land at the top oh, of the pyramid, no. getting caught. Yeah, but unfortunately, as they do, loud scream comes as you hear the ripping of duct tape, and blood just starts pouring down. And then it pours over the entire pyramid, and it looks very lovely. Uh, Mothman now comes out again and says, Oh, wow, that was unfortunate. Let me tell y'all something. I've heard of the Loch Ness Monster, but that boy just became a cockless monster. Let me tell y'all right now. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking off the stage, and it appears as though every single act is afraid to go on, and... Oh, now they've all been killed by trains. Well, I guess it's now up to me to finish this whole shindig. And then he sings this whole song about, like, be warned. Because that was Mothman's whole shtick was warning people about, like, bridges collapsing and shit. So he sings a bunch of stuff. And as he does, like, acts come out onto the show to join him and are immediately killed in the various ways. (laughs) And then the song ends, Mothman leans down, two people come up, put the James Brown robe over him, (laughs) but then he stands up, does a grandiose gesture to the skies, accidentally (laughs) slapping the two people next to him back, and then they fall through a hole and die. And that's the Mothman's cocaine dance party, where everyone dies every hour on the hour. It does explain a lot if Chris Chrisley is the Mothman. Oh, <laughs> yes! Oh, Chrisley does know best. Chrisley knows cocaine and best. Oh, fuck yes. You took a great ride and made it better with the addition of a Chrisley. So, uh, any questions or is that kind of just the most perfect thing that's ever happened to this show? Oh, my wife can never listen to this. Oh, no, why? Mothman's Drag Race? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, my, uh, as was, I live very, very close to West Virginia, and my wife is a former resident of West Virginia. <laughs> Hi! So, uh, I did go to her and say, like, hey, we're doing this thing. What kind of attraction should I do? And she did. And, and she didn't wait, like my suggestions. So wait, you're saying she did not suggest a ride where the Mothman is revealed to be a drag, a drag queen, <laughs> who uh, everyone around him dies. Uh, uh, she did not like um, uh, opium the ride. <laughs> she didn't like that. Um, no meth, the, she, no bad meth rising yeah. the ride. No, she she didn't like anything about like, um, like uh, poor education the ride. Yeah, the cousins merry go round. She didn't like that. 
That's good wordplay. Now, I will say, though, I do feel her, because when we did Alabama, I was like, if Jim does anything against my home state, I'll quit this show. <laughs> but um, what she did tell me... Um, well, okay, first off, uh, she did uh, suggest whitewater rafting. Yeah, the, which r- is, the rich comedy vein of whitewater which rafting. Is, uh, well, I was going to name the attraction Wets Virginia, but then I realized that's the X-rated version of that train song. Fuck you. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that. Um, no, I, uh, I went a very technical route. Um, my attraction is called the New River Rush. Okay. Um, it is not a traditional uh, whitewater rafting theme park ride, like a Cali River Rapids or a Roman Rapids at Williamsburg Bush Gardens or anything like that. Yeah. It is designed more, and I've I've kind of went back and forth about this because of some technical limitations that I'll get into. But I wanted to do it kind of like Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom. Okay. But it's because that is like you're on a truck that has, or you're on a vehicle with four wheels, but the seats move. So like the the like how when you got sick last time you went. Yes, yeah, so how my spine and, and was I got broken whiplash. in four places. Yes, uh, um, because like the actual tires aren't going up and down or anything. It's just the the seats are mm-hmm. are like a motion simulator on top of wheels. So I wanted to do that, but instead of just seats, I wanted to do a raft, like a fake raft. So kind of like the shitty Jungle Cruise ripoff thing they had at Disney Quest? Yes. Uh, you, you basically put that on wheels, but it's not rubber. It's more like a... It just looks like a raft. My idea is that this would be more for like... Um, uh like an advertisement, like a tourism advertisement. Like you go in knowing that it's like not themed to be like a real experience. It's themed to be like, we want to show you what whitewater rafting is like in West Virginia okay. because it is all VR. Ooh. Okay. So you you go in and this is where I had the problem because most rides that are on wheels, whether it's an Omnimover ride or anything else, you have to turn around <laughs> at some point and go back to unload Right, but I felt like if you're wearing VR and you're and the idea is you're going down a river, it would be hard to pull off like a ninety or like a hundred and eighty degree turn, even if you like spaced it out. So instead, I thought that the queue would essentially start in the middle, and then it like basically would have two queues. One would go one way, one would go the other way. You could and you could almost do a. Um I was about to call it Mars Attacks, but I know that's not the right term. Mission Space. Mission Space. Where have you, you've got two options, the lazy kind of river ride or the one that's the murder river ride. Yeah, I did have that idea, but my idea is that basically the, the load for one side would be the unload for the other side. Okay. Okay, I, I'm down with that. Or so you, But you go in, and there's literally like a raft sitting there that you get into, but there's no water at all. You're just like, this is weird, there's no water. And they're telling you, like, there's no water, just put this headset on. You climb into these things, it has uh, roller coaster-like shoulder harnesses that look like life vests. Yeah. Um, it is a uh, six, six rows, four people in a row. The outside uh, seats have paddles built into the raft. Okay, that's cool. So there is a track that you're technically on a track, but there is a lot of give on the track. Kind of like um, the Tomorrowland Speedway, how there is like a little left and right. Mm -hmm. 
but this is like more like eight to ten feet, if not more than that. Okay. So that basically the way you would paddle would determine sort of how you moved along this track. So you would always be going forward, but you could actually push yourself left and right. And like if you got too far to one side, if there were branches, like you would actually get hit in the face. Holy shit, alright. Like 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 VR, like oh like oh we're getting too close to that bush, and then like whoever's sitting on that side of the boat, like fake branches would like hit him in the face. Oh, I thought you meant I thought you meant real branches. I thought you were about to hit our our beloved customers in the face on your no, fucking ride. They, they would have there would be like fake trees in the ride, but they wouldn't be able to see them coming. I mean, they would because it's VR. They would see them like as a real thing in their headset. But if they did get too close, it would hit them in the face. Okay. Now, see, here was my idea, and uh, it might be just because I was at Universal where Halloween Horror Nights has been happening, but and I forgot that. Stranger Things does not take place in West Virginia. It's actually Indiana. And your problem was trying to find a way to make this ride loop. Because you were like, well, it'd be hard to make it go in a circle. Well, my thing is, Jim, you don't have to go horizontally in a circle. You can, of course, always go vertically. And that's, of course, when the raft goes into the upside down. And now you are (laughs) rafting on a demonic puddle. (laughs) Until it loops back around to the other side. You would have to have... Very strong harnessing on it, but otherwise, um, I, I I wanted this to be like mostly calm, so like the VR would tell you like, hey, the people on this side of the boat should be paddling, or the people on that side of the boat should be paddling. Yeah. But there would be like scenery and like there'd be misters and wind and smelling effects and things like that. But it would literally be like you're going down this river. I don't know how to judge the speed. Yeah, that's gonna because be whitewater rafting is pretty rough, so I had an optional idea that it would be more kind of like the Jungle Cruise thing at Disney Quest, where you wouldn't move, but there'd be like wind, more like wind effects. But I still don't know how to make that. Also, uh, instead of doing one solid thing for the raft, each like section of four seats, like front, right, front, left, middle, right, middle, left, those would be four separate things. So, like, the person sitting next to you could be going up and you would be going down, like, on a raft. Oh, that's cool. I think that is technically possible. And because you're, like, harnessed in, you can't, like, go flying out of the ride. I'm mad because I forgot about our new catchphrase, it's technically possible, (laughs) while I was making our new shirt today. And I'm like, damn it, I should have made an it's technically possible shirt. Uh, Yeah, I was actually thinking that, like, this this cue would actually have, like, those crappy, like, uh, displays of, um, like, rest stop pamphlets. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) Just everywhere. Now... Never has the title of Opposite Attractions shown shown so brightly as it has this <laughs> week of, I don't know, Manchester. I really didn't want to do something super offensive and face, a ra- face some wrath I wasn't ready to deal with. I don't want to have to sleep on this futon that I'm sitting on currently. <laughs> yeah, I just love someone tunes. They're like, I wonder why it's called Opposite Attractions. Then this week, I don't know, man. I just made this cool VR ride where you whitewater raft through West Virginia. And then, hey, y'all, it's me, the Mothman. <laughs> I'm about to fuck Mothman off. knows best. Mothman knows best. He knows what's coming. <laughs> he knows what's coming for you. And it may be me if you play your cards right, sweetheart. And then he winks at the camera. 
So, Jim, it's been an episode. We've covered West Virginia, both its bad side and its whitewater sides. But where are we going next week? Um, I I don't know where I'm going to find a song to title the episode for this, but I, and I really don't want to, like, okay, here's my thought process. I don't want to stay in one I don't want to do too much in one area of the country, but I also, like, we did New Jersey, so I don't really want to do, like, Pennsylvania yeah. or New York State, because it's, like, that's kind of close. So I decided to go with Massachusetts. Oh, fuck yes, Mass! Hell yeah! Oh, uh, I thought there could be, like, some history-type things oh, there. Man, my ride's gonna be nothing but a fucking dropkick Murphy's committing hate crimes. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. Jesus. Massachusetts. I can't even throw a drop kick. I could try. Damn it, Jim. I don't know if I have the ups. No, mine's actually going to be a Buzz Lightyear inspired shooter <laughs> called Goodwill Hunting, where you shoot a bunch <laughs> of Matt Damons. Save it for the I'm show. Sorry. Uh, so, Jim, it's been an episode. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh. I'm on Twitter at apparently smart. As you can tell, I'm something like that. He's it can technically work. He's apparently smart. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S E O T T Y E M O. Buy all my books on Amazon. Quezel Corp trilogy BS versus the gods. Or you can get it on Audible. Get a free 30 day trial at audibletrial.com/bs network and you can get access to over hundreds of thousands of audiobooks given straight to you you can get one of my books Quezel Corp and Quezel Corp Risen are on there BS versus the Gods is coming soon so you can get all of that at audibletrial.com slash BS network so check that out check out all the other shows online at a load of pure bs.com and remember to support us on patreon patreon.com slash a load of bs or pick up some merch including the brand new jersey dan has a posse shirt <laughs> over on merch.aloadofpurebs.com and of course remember to rate comment subscribe leave us some feedback We need to know what you guys want. Do you want more theme park talk? Do you want some more fucked up rides? We can get whatever you want just by reviewing in iTunes or leaving a comment on the YouTube video. So do that. Make sure to listen to all of our older seasons at opposite-attractions.com. And remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at opatshow. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?